Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. figures of speech and, and you have to understand the figures of speech that were used back then and this is not saying that these things are like literally gonna happen it's it's just a, you know it's okay there's gonna be some really bad times and there's gonna be this maybe this really bad war that he writes about in chapter 38 and da 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 no 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 Th- this is all literally gonna happen and it's important to understand that before we even get started. While there are places in scripture that are figurative, just because something is explained through metaphor doesn't mean it isn't really going to happen. As Pastor Robert will explain regarding today's passage, the restoration of Israel back into the vineyard may be symbolic language, but it's foretelling actual events. Now, let's join Pastor Robert in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 36, for Community Night on Main Thing Radio. We've got a lot that I want to cover, but before we begin with Ezekiel, chapter 36, which, and, and you know, 36 and 37, I'm going to try to read through really quickly so that we can, can slow it down in especially chapter 38. I've got a lot of things that I want to, to show you and share with you. But, um, but I, wanted, I wanted to begin with 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 16. And, you know, Peter, at this point, Peter was coming to the end of his life. He knew that, that he was basically done and that he didn't he didn't have a, a lot longer to live and 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 in this letter he makes reference he makes reference to that fact actually just before this passage he he says you know knowing shortly to, that I must put off my tent meaning he's like I don't have much longer to live in in this body and so in verse 12 he says for this reason I, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth, yes, I think it's right as long as I'm in this tent to stir you up by reminding you, knowing that shortly I must put off my tent, just as our Lord Jesus showed me. Moreover, I'll be careful to ensure that you always have a reminder of these things after my decease, for we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And we heard this voice which came from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. So he's Peter's, you know, he's, He's talking about the Mount of Transfiguration, and he's telling the people, listen, we, we heard God's voice. We were there with him. We saw him transfigured. We saw his majesty on the mountain, uh, verse 19. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed 
as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Now, we, we've talked about this um, here lately a, a little bit because of, you know, I've shared a few times the fact that the, um, well, that statement that Peter made, no prophecy ever came by the will of man. God initiates it, you know, God sends it forth, and he's still doing that, I believe he is, but not in the same sense that we find the, the, the modern-day prophets don't speak with the same authority that the Old Testament prophets spoke with. Um, their, their prophecies are, are not authoritative in the way that the prophecies of the Old Testament prophets were. But the thing that I, that I wanted to draw your attention to from that passage in Peter is just really quickly the, um, the statement that he makes in verse 20 that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. And that's really important when, it, when, when we're dealing with what's often referred to as eschatological prophecies, the prophecies concerning the end times like 36, 37, 38, and 39 of Ezekiel, because there, there are so many Bible teachers, and even men that I respect and appreciate, but with whom I disagree, who will say that, well, this stuff doesn't, it doesn't really apply to Israel necessarily, you know, because we know that, well, now the church basically is Israel. So, if, I mean, it's like when you're reading the blessings and, well, no, we don't know that, actually. That's, that's, I don't believe that to be true. I do believe, as Paul worded it, and he, and he makes a distinction there in, in the book of Romans, um, as he, as he talks about this, let's see if I can put my finger on it really quickly, but he, he, he talks about the fact that we were, we being the church, were grafted in, wild olive branches grafted in, Romans chapter 11. But he makes the distinction between the wild olive branch being the, the Gentile church and the original which is Israel. And he, he says, for I speak to you, and this is Romans eleven thirteen. I speak to you Gentiles, and as much as I'm an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry. If by any means I may provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh and save some of them. Talking about Israelites, Jewish people. For if their being cast away is the reconciling of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? For if the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches were broken off, and you being a wild olive tree were grafted in among them, and with them became a partaker of the root and fatness of the olive tree, do not boast against the branches. But if, if you do boast, remember that you don't support the root, the root supports you. You will say then, branches were broken off, that I might be grafted in. Well said. Because of unbelief, they were broken off. And you stand by faith. Do not be haughty, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, 
he may not spare you either. Therefore, consider the goodness and severity of God on those who fell, severity, but toward you, goodness, if you continue in his goodness. Otherwise, you also will be cut off. And they also, if they do not continue in unbelief, will be grafted in again. For God is able to graft them in again. Now, my point in reading that is just to point out that Paul in the New Testament makes it very clear that Israel is not lost forever. He states it at one point that physical Israel, the people of Israel, the Jewish people, he says, you know, they're all going to be saved eventually at some point. Now, that's important to lay the foundation for this because some of these end times prophecies, they're there are brilliant, brilliant teachers of the Bible who spiritualize some of this, a lot of it, actually. And, and will say that, that, oh, these things, you know, it's figures of speech. And, and you have to understand the figures of speech that were used back then. And this is not saying that these things are like literally gonna happen. It's, it's just, you know, it's okay, there's gonna be some really bad times and there's gonna be this, maybe this really bad war that he writes about in chapter 38 and da 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 No, 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 this is all literally gonna happen. And it's important to understand that before we even get started, that the things that we're gonna read about are literally gonna come true. You know, I heard a quote either today or yesterday, that really resonated with me from another Bible teacher. And I just, hit, just hadn't heard it worded this way. He said, you know, 100% of fulfilled prophecy from the Bible, 100% of the prophecies which have been fulfilled already have been literally fulfilled. Meaning that all this figurative stuff, oh, that's just not going to be, you know, it's going it's to be kind of like that. No, 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 no. It, everything that's happened thus far has literally happened, right? I mean, Jesus literally suffered and died. He literally rose again. The, the city of Tyre that we looked at last week literally was destroyed, completely destroyed by Alexander the Great. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Thanks for tuning in to Community Nights, a ministry of Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth invite you to join them each Friday as they share from the scriptures those things that are important to the church, the church family, and the community outside your four walls. We're so glad you joined us. If you'd like to explore more of these messages or listen to Pastor Robert's verse-by-verse teachings through the Bible, visit MainThingRadio.com now. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You'll find a link on our website. We'd love to hear from you too. Let us know how Main Thing Radio has impacted you or someone you know. And tell us what the Lord's been doing in your life. You can connect through the contact form at MainThingRadio.com, through Facebook or Twitter, or just give us a call at 305-531-2730. Be sure to share any prayer requests too. We want to know how we can pray for you. 
That number again is 305-531-2730. We're coming to the end of our time with you today. Join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth next time for another Friday edition of Main Thing Radio 